When you think about peated whiskeys, where is it that you're normally gonna go? Probably Isla, right? I'm Tim from The Whiskey Geeks, and I recently picked up this bottle of Balvenie, or is it Balvenie? I've heard both pronunciations. Uh, but they do a week of peat edition once a year where they take a 14-year-old Speyside and they actually do some peated malt with some Speyside peat. Um, I haven't tried this yet, so we're gonna do a little neck pour session. We're gonna crack it, we're gonna pour it, we're gonna let it sit for a little bit, and then I'll be back to see if it can stand up against its Isla brethren. All right, folks, we are back. So I've got this Balvenie, Balvenie, I'm gonna say Balvenie. I've heard people say it both ways, but I'm gonna go with Balvenie just because that sounds a little bit better to my ear. If I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry, but that's what I'm gonna say. So Balvenie, we compete, uh, 14 year old, uh, 14 year old whiskey from Speyside, uh, the Balvenie distillery. Um, they do have a couple of other whiskeys that are out there that I have tried. They've got a 12 year old. They have another 14 year old that was aged in Caribbean rum casks. Um, but this one, they decided to uh, do some peated, some peated malts. So distillery manager uh, Ian Miller um, was inspired going to Isla and saw the process of peating malt. So he decided he would get some peat from Speyside. And uh, one week a year, they just do peated malts and then they release this special edition. So this isn't the first time that they've done this, um, this edition of the whiskey. Um, but uh, hey, I'm gonna give it a nose, give it a taste, see what we think about it right off of the neck pour as we do here on the Whiskey Geeks and uh, hopefully we can, uh, hopefully we like it because um, I'm a big Isla fan. I do like peated whiskeys quite a bit, um, but uh, the older I get, I like to, you know, branch out a little bit more and uh, and see what we think of some other stuff. So, uh, Scotch and Stories, as we always say here at the Whiskey Geeks, we're meant for each other. Let's see what kind of story this one tells. So right away on the nose, you do get that peat. So definitely they are, they are not, uh, they are not joking with it being a peated malt, but it's not, it's not like a medicinal or really heavy kind of really earthy, if that's a way of saying it, peat. It's on the sweeter side, which, which I really like. Um, the, the peat that's on this, if you've had the Bunahaben Teutschenaga, that's the, the, the Bunahaben peated that they came out with, I find that's a little bit on the sweeter side of the peat too, as opposed to like a Laphroaig. Uh, Colil is a little bit sweeter as well, but like a Lagavulin, Laphroaig, um, when you get into something like Octomore as well from Bricklotti. Um, those ones, I find they're a little bit more heavier on the peat. This is, this is a really sweet, really sweet peat. And there's also a lot of honey in the, in the background too. Some, some citrus, maybe some kind of lemon zest, lemon peel, maybe even some kind of floral notes in there as well. But uh, it's really light, really, really fresh um, on the nose. This, I have a feeling I'm gonna really like this. Um, let's have a little sip, let's see what we think. Ooh, that's really nice. The peatiness is definitely there, but you do get a lot of that honey sweetness and vanilla, vanilla sugars are coming through as well. That peat is just kind of, it's there. It, you know, it comes back at the at the end with a little bit, but it, it's there at the start, but through the middle range too, there's a little bit of the peat, but it's not overpowering at all. This is, it's a very, very nice, uh, really, really nice taste on that. Um, now I've had a couple of other non-Islas that are peated that I wanted to talk about and bring up because I do find that there are a few distilleries out there that are 
trying the peat, um, trying to peat their malts and see what they can come up with. Um, a couple of the really good ones that I've tried, Long Row from Campbelltown, which is under the Springbank Group, they've got a peated, which is really, really nice. Um, ben Romick and Ben Riek have also done peated. The Ben Romick peat smoke, tried that um, a couple months ago, really blew me away. That one is a fantastic, fantastic malt. This one might give it a run for its money though. Again, it's my first time trying it, so might let it sit and take a couple drams to, to really get me get into it. But initial thoughts on this are really, really nice. Um, also, you can get some malts that aren't from Isla that do peat really well. Highland Park and Talisker being two of them that, you know, they're kind of, Talisker is like an Isla adjacent being on the Isle of Skye and the Highland Park up in the Orkneys. They, they both use peat as well to a real lesser extent. They're, it's not like Isla peat malts where it's just like a huge peat monster peat bomb but they do you have some, some peat smokiness in the background, which, which is really nice for people trying to kind of ease their way in. I like to tell people that um, if you're wanting to get into smoky whiskeys, you know, Highland Park Talisker is kind of a good entry point. Um, but this, this Balvenny 14 year old is, it's really nice. Um, price point, we'll talk about that too, as I continue to kind of sip and nose this bad boy. Price points, I think at the LCBO, so we're in Canada, we're in Ontario. Um, our price point at the LCBO is around $250, which is not cheap. I understand that. I've seen it in Al uh, some stores in Alberta, roughly around the same, but they'll sometimes run deals where you can get it around the 200 mark. I haven't checked the UK or the US prices, but 250 is a little, it's a little steep for a malt. I think, you know, in that 200 range, you can get into some really nice 18 year olds. But this is, you know, kind of a one-off special thing. Um, and again, I like branching out and having different stuff in my collection. This was actually a, a birthday gift for me. So thank you to uh, the other whiskey geek, Alex, and then the whiskey dad, because they went in and got this for my birthday this year, um, which was a long time ago. And I'm just getting to this now. So which shows, <laughs> I think it's a good problem when I've got uh, too much whiskey to drink. I'm not gonna say that publicly that I have too much, but it took a lot longer to get into this than I was really uh, wanting to. It's been sitting for a while, but uh, yeah, going back to the nose, it's really nice. It's clean. Clean is the, is the one thing that just keeps kind of coming to my mind. It's a clean peat smoke and fresh. Um, the honey sweetness is, is really nice too. Yeah. Again, it's not, uh, let's see, 48.3% alcohol, non-chill filtered. I believe it's natural color. Um, but uh, good job. Ian Miller using that Speyside peat smoke to, to try something different with um, with a distillery that does really great work. If you've not tried the Balvenny before, I highly recommend that the 12 year old, their standard kind of core range 12 year old, I think it's around 100, 120 bucks. It's really, really great. The Caribbean rum cask 14 year old is also very nice. Um, but if you're wanting to try something a little bit peated and uh, see what see what peat can do to malts that don't come from Isla, I think this is, uh, this is worth getting. 250 bucks again, a little bit pricey, but at the same point to have something different that's kind of interesting in your collection, I say go for it. Um, I'm gonna score this, I'm gonna take one more sip and then I'm gonna give this a little mark before we get out of here. It was a long taste, sorry. Just wanna get nice mouth covering so I can really catch on the finish. The finish is really nice. Again, I just keep saying clean because it's a real crisp, clean, sweet, a really great summer whiskey. To be honest with you, this is a peated whiskey that I think you could totally rock out on a patio in the summer. It's almost refreshing in a way. Um, I'm also recording this before noon, 
which is a good way to start the day, I think. Have more whiskey in the morning, folks. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say this is uh, this is really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this at 85, 8.5 8 out of 10, 85 out of 100. I think this is really nice. Um, I think it would be getting into that 87 and a half if it was a little bit cheaper. Um, but again, for something special to have in your collection, I think this is a really great dram. So uh, thanks so much, everybody. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel um, or the podcast if you're listening to the audio version of this. Uh, and whichever one you're on, go subscribe to the other one. That would be great. You can go to our website, thewhiskeygeeks.com. You can send us an email, thewhiskeygeeks at gmail.com, or you can check us out on Instagram at thewhiskeygeeks. All of that has been flashing up. Or if you're listening to this, check the podcast description because it'll be in there. So thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been Tim from the Whiskey Geeks with another edition of the uh, Neck Pour Sessions. I can see here that I even spilled some whiskey on my shirt. So that's a hilarious thing that I just pointed out to everybody on the internet. So uh, thanks everybody for checking this out, listening, hanging out, and um, remember, Scotch and Stories were made for each other. Cheers.